I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tech Vibe Radio on a Friday night doesn't get better when the show is on the road. Audrey, we're here at SDLC Partners hanging out in PPG. I know, they have a spectacular view. 32nd floor, and I can see Ohio from here. (laughs) (laughs) It's so awesome up here. It's a great view. First time in the space. It's just spectacular. I come up here and I just can't even believe this is Pittsburgh. Do you know what's better than the view? The company. These guys are kicking some serious butt these days. And I mean, I couldn't be more excited to be learning about what SDLC is up to and learning about what the clients are doing. And we're, we're taking the whole show. And we're just going to nerd out on SDLC. Awesome. awesome. What, better way, what better way to start Friday night? Absolutely. See, you got it. So we got uh, two of the, uh, the co founders here with us. Scott Barniak and Chris Simchik, quickly introduce yourself. You, and you guys are no strangers to Tech Vibe Radio. Yeah, a few I, times. I feel like we've been on uh, kind of special guest spots the uh, last couple of years. So uh, Scott Barniak, lead all of our sales, marketing, and services creation activities. And Chris Simchik, uh, CEO and founder. Really great. What a, what a story over the last 10 plus years. 14. 14. Yeah. I keep thinking yeah. it's... I know. Yeah. It's like 10 plus. Every time, yeah. every time I turn and look back, it's another three or four years I've gone by. So tell our listeners just real quick, real quick just the, the elevator pitch for the key things that SDLC does. And you've been adding new capabilities yep. just like crazy lately as well. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the shortest answer that we can give is really helping customers deliver customized uh, digital solutions. And so, um, and we do that with the SDLC difference. We, we think that difference is uh, rooted in highly collaborative, highly practical, um, really focused on execution, and, and truly helping enable performance. And um, there's a myriad of other things that we capture in that uh, STLC difference, but you know, for the sake of tonight, those are the, those are the highlights. We can't wait to get on to them. Absolutely. So cool. So your growth has been pretty stellar. It has been good. Right. So, to describe that to anyone who's listening, what does that growth mean? Yeah. So, you know, as we've, as you guys know us, we've been very planful, and we continue to be planful. And planning that growth and scalability is part of the equation for us. Um, We've continued to build out our core services. We've continued to invest in IP, new technology direction that we can talk about in a little bit. Right. Um, and, and that's really helped to fuel some of the growth as well. Uh, we try to listen really intently to what the market's telling us, what right. the trends are. We have a great relationship with Gartner, and we lever that pretty significantly, um, bouncing our ideas off of them and collecting some new thoughts and ideas from them to help to shape mm-hmm. our services along with voice of customer and trying to make certain that we're staying at that, that balance point between being really, really good at the things we do every day right. and what we execute against, as well as adding a layer of innovation and new development of intellectual property on top of that. And that's been a lot of the fuel for the growth. Um, As you also know, uh, about a year ago, uh, being entrepreneurs, starting the company 14 years ago, a year ago we launched Silumina, 
which is a complementary sister company that's focused in the cybersecurity space. You know, you know that space isn't slow right now either. Right. Uh, yeah, Libra has it's growing quite significantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. So in a year, we took uh, an inside the company four wall startup and. Uh, Hired some great people into the organization. You've met Carl Primal. We've had him on the show. Yeah, right. right. So uh, yeah. that company now has uh, 30, 40 people. Oh, my it. God. So you're up to like 30, 40 yeah. people there. Really? That fast yeah. in, in like a year. A little over a year. And yeah. this is what I find so amazing about SDLC. I mean, you started as entrepreneurs, and you're obviously entrepreneurs to the heart, but you've grown this organization so large. I think over 400 people. Yeah, closing in on 500. Now. Closing on 500 yeah. people, which is just amazing. To still keep those embers burning, you see an opportunity in the market, you're like, no, we're going to cook up something new. Yeah. And you yeah. do it, and it's growing like crazy, too. Well, yeah. you've made some investments. Yeah. I mean, and obviously it's because of your philosophy that you just articulated with Gartner, collecting yeah. data, understanding the trends, not being too bleeding edge, but right. definitely seizing yeah. the opportunity. So what are some examples of these partnerships? I mean, obviously the Siluminal one right. just fits into, totally that, into that picture. Uh, robotic process automation is another. So in, our, in the overarching digital landscape, um, RPA is getting a lot of play today. Right. Uh, it's on the forefront of enabling that whole transformation. Mm -hmm. uh, it's on the forefront of AI and machine learning. So we took some time last year, took resources, took dollars, um, brought a number of tools into a lab here and tested them out, uh, validated some of that with Gartner. And today we have about 34 people who are certified in a couple of the different tools. Um, so we, Which and, is and, a big gap in the market. Yeah, and, and right. we just formulated a formal partnership with UiPath, one of the top four or five that Gartner would recommend companies uh, okay. consider. Interesting. Uh, Interesting. They're, they're a unique company. They actually have some Google uh, PE backing. Um, but many of these companies are evolving um, in the marketplace today, so we're keeping our eyes and ears open and working with a lot of the tools. But uh, and, and we're getting a lot of play from customers. Um, you know, it's, it's an easy conversation, and many of them are trying to figure out right. where they need to go and what right. they need to do. And so that investment not only in people but the concept, we've also built out uh, a Kickstarter program, so a low way that we'll bring the tool in, low cost, let's try it out. Oh. And then ultimately even a whole framework and governance model to take someone from I'm thinking about this to how do I pick the candidates to how do I mature wow. it and run it myself. Right, and right. so wherever you are on that journey, we could plug in. And uh, that's built off of a lot of the foundational things that we've done over the years. But what Scott describes pretty easily really was a lot of investment and a lot of hard work by a number of people. Oh, I can and imagine. Course, oh, and, absolutely. and the foresight and leadership of, of Scott and team looking at how services are evolving right. and how our services footprint is evolving. That was pretty significant. And that investment began uh, over a year ago. So, yeah. you know, that was something that was, again, very planful. Um, but it took people and stretched them out of their comfort zone, which we like to do at SDLC. That's how you grow. Yeah. So we've got a couple of minutes before we go to break. I'm just curious. Yeah. Obviously, you have some sort of a process. You're, you, how often do you get together and say, here's what's going on in the marketplace. Here's what we want to attack. Here's what we think is chatter. And you seem to pick winners all the time. How are you doing yeah. this? I want to know because I want to do this too. Yeah, we uh, so the you know, last probably seven or eight years, we've really followed the whole good to great process. So that's weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly uh, as a executive team. But then our, each individual functional units have regular recurring kind of meetings. And so it's, you know, the, that delicate balance of delivering today for customers while carving out that time exactly. to build out oh your own goodness. roadmap. I mean, right, we right. talk a lot about, um, in, you know, develop, improve, develop, and disrupt. 
uh, with our customers. Um, and that same concept we apply to ourselves. How do we improve what we're doing? What are the developing new capabilities? And are there some things that are disruptive that we should be thinking about? Without a doubt. I well, tell you're you what, actually yeah. also helping your customers sort of take these baby steps yeah. that they just, you know, might, they know that they need to do or they think that they need to do. And then you have the capability to help them sort of iterate to see what they are, really need. Yeah, they're great at execution right. within their own four walls. Right. And so how do they introduce new concepts, right. new technologies, new methods and process? Um, we're a conduit for right. that. I would say you're the special sauce right. for these folks. Who make <laughs> we hope to be. I, yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. a really interesting way for people to think of SDLC. It's, it's, a, tight we'll, sauce. it's a tight we will talk about this special sauce. We have a whole It's show. always down to the basics. It's the basics. It's the basics. So at sdlcpartners.com. Go there, check you guys out. Cyilumina.com. Absolutely. Cyilumina.com yep. as well. We'll be at Cyber. Yes, Cyber coming up in June yeah. Yeah. this right. month. So very exciting stuff. So happy to be here bringing you the show tonight from SDLC Partners in downtown with a magnificent view from your boardroom here or your conference room here. I love it. I'm so excited about it. We have so much action coming in front of us. Stay dialed right here. It's Friday night. Uh, this is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Andre Russo. Learn more about the Pittsburgh Technology Council by going to pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter at pghtech. And once again, thanks to SDLC for letting us hang out here tonight. We'll be right back after this quick break. Welcome back, everybody. You are dialed in to Tech Vibe Radio on a Friday night where the show is at SDLC Partners as part of our Tech Vibe neighborhood tour on the 32nd floor. I even made it rhyme. I can't believe it. <laughs> I like that. That's I like that. You. I so, Poetic as well. Exactly. So we have Ramon Fontaine, leadership strategy consultant, here with us with DBI, I think who's I actually think. done some work with SDLC, yeah. and is also going to talk about the actual work that he's doing, why he's doing it, and why we should care about it. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a very good point because, I mean, in my 23 years with DDI and in this kind of industry, one of the things that I have seen that, that tends to happen, especially with smaller companies as they're growing, is that they reach this tipping point in which they realize that leadership or the leadership aspects of a business becomes right. even more critical in how to grow it. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like going from stage one in which we have a wonderful product, we have something very good that the, the market wants. Uh, you grow it, you offer it, but you reach another point, another phase in your business growth, exactly. which, which right. is say, well, if I want to go to the next stage, what kind of leaders do I need? Right. Uh, and, and this is where I think um, SDLC, Scott, and Chris, and the rest of the executive team did a wonderful job at. Uh, they realized that they, the company have reached a particular mm-hmm. point in the lifespan. That. And they reach out to DDI and say, how can you help us grow and get into the next stage? And you talk about growth. I mean, they're talking about almost 500 that's employees correct. here. I mean, that's some serious in people. In 14 years. And, and, you know, the market has changed drastically since then. But you know what's fascinating to me is that I think very often when companies think about growth, they don't necessarily think about leadership development. That is correct. They think about where can I get an experienced exec? in business development that mm-hmm. understands our market. Yeah. And it's only natural. I mean, small companies, will, when they have a wonderful product, they will focus on getting that product out to the market and making the best product. Right. But they don't stop to think, 
you know, how do I extend beyond that? How do I bring the right leadership? I mean, this leadership is going to have to help the company make the right decisions, get the right people on board, uh, build mm-hmm. in accountability, retain the talent that they're so desperately needing and, and, and securing. It's not just, they cannot just do it with higher salaries. They have to do it through uh, engagement. It's complicated stuff. Yeah, it is complicated. Many, many. But I, I give them wrong. credit for looking at it from a leadership sort of a method, you know, Indeed. method Indeed. of leadership development and mindful planning. Mm-hmm. And many companies don't do. They that. don't. They don't, they don't do, do that. that. They don't take so the time to stop and think about the, the leadership that they need. So, so talk a little bit about some of the key points that our listeners might really be interested in understanding. That in the tech field, in the, in the innovation and tech field, mm-hmm. you're saying that only 33% of technology leaders actually have a development plan. That is correct. So what does that mean, and why? who cares? Well, uh, another piece, of re- and that's uh, a note from our global leadership forecast, is the largest... Uh, leadership study conducted um, this year over 19,000 people around the world oh, participated wow. in this study um, and another piece of that is that most in the tech industry most people don't um, stop to have a conversation with their manager about the development what is it do I need to grow with not only within my role but to grow in a way that is going to help support the strategy of the business moving forward. If it's that we're breaking into new markets, well, what kind of skills do I need as a leader to help my people think more creatively mm-hmm. about going after that new market? Um, what kind of things do my people need about delegation, about coaching, about learning new things? Do they need to expand their knowledge? Uh, another piece from that research shows also that uh, most people within the tech industry, uh, they like to learn uh, on, not on their own, but from external coaching. Talk okay. about the coaching, because I think that's so important. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Give us some more details on that. I think that's pretty good. Like 74% saying they, they want this external coaching. They want someone kind of pushing them along, showing them the To ropes. help them along. Because right. I, I think it's and only they want not. It externally? And they want it from external. Uh, for some reason, the, the tech industry uh, as a segment, we're noticing that they don't necessarily want the coaching from internal. And that could be perhaps because the tech industry don't necessarily historically have had very good leaders or very good coaches in the industry. Or it could well, be just a mix of different elements. it's a newer industry and it's your training. Exactly. To me, it's the way that you're, you've been um, matriculated. Exactly. And when you think about the growth. Right. I mean, the growth when, is when you're a great technician or you're a great performer, you get more responsibility and you get, add people. Exactly. Those are the first people that we turn right. to before and when we need a new right. leader. And it's a natural instinct as well. When people are performing well, you want to give them more. Exactly. Exactly. So, right. so that, that's part. And that was part of the strategy and the approach that we follow with SDLC here. But we started by identifying and working with them, uh, knowing the data that we have at DDI, um, identifying based on their business drivers of what is it as an organization that they want to accomplish. We went back, we looked at the information, we said, well, what are the behaviors associated with that? What kind of behaviors do leaders need to have or demonstrate in order to be effective mm-hmm. at doing that and driving that piece of the business? Uh, and based on that, we uh, did some assessments at the executive level. Uh, we gathered some feedback against those criteria that we identified, mm-hmm. provided some feedback, helped them at the executive level put those development plans together that we're talking about that most of them don't get. And so get. what is a development plan? Like, give us, give us some key points that yeah. are in the development plan. Yeah, sometimes I like to compare it. Uh, development can be almost like a Chinese buffet. 
<laughs> when you want, when you ask somebody okay, what so do they want to now develop, you're making me hungry. Okay, <laughs> okay so, so it's my, a Chinese buffet. Okay, you can pick from different so, from different things, but that, there's difficulties with that, and the challenge with that is that doesn't give you focus. Or necessarily the right things. I might want to fill up on some General Tso's chicken, but what I really need is some, you know, some something fortune else. Exactly. I mean, some fortune cookie, exactly. because that's what the business demands to get there. More fortune So we, we use the development plans to focus the organization and focus the people and those mm-hmm. things that they need to achieve. Interesting so, so a development plan could include leadership opportunities. It could include um, coaching, mm-hmm. right? Exactly. It could include shadowing people. Shadowing people could be delegation, for example. I mean, if you're a leader in a particular department and you're getting more people to work under you, wouldn't delegation be one of those skills skills that you want to develop? And it's not just delegation by just the sake of dumping tasks, but developing purposely uh, to help people grow who are underneath me. We've got a couple minutes left. So... Mm -hmm. Are there companies locally who are investing in leadership development in, you know, in terms of, like, you talked about SDLC, right? Mm-hmm. And they're doing a great job. And we're, I'm also hearing that we're not so great at it overall. And us being not so great at it isn't just the region, right? Isn't it just the industry? It's not just the industry. It's the industry. It's not just the region. It's the industry. Right. And it's, I mean, like you mentioned, Audrey, it's, it's, the industry is fairly new. Right. Uh, there's a lot of young people, a lot of millennials in the industry mm-hmm. that don't necessarily go to school and learn about leadership. They're going to focus on what they do best, which exactly. is innovate. And then you get exactly. thrown into leadership roles from there, and that's mm-hmm. where you need the coaching and the right. training. And also, unfortunately, many people fail when they get put into that position. Exactly. As a matter of fact, we, right. we have research that shows 70% of the people in leadership roles fail because of a lack of interpersonal skills. So that's one of the things that they need mm-hmm. to develop and focus on. I've been hearing a lot about the interpersonal skills. It's a big problem these days. And mm-hmm. I, that's why right. I really We have to your, talk to people yeah. and communicate. So that's, exactly, right? that's why leadership is about. So for our listeners out there, if they want to learn more about DDI, where can they go? Uh, they can go to ddiworld.com okay. um, and visit us there, or you can call us. We're here in Bridgeville, yeah, just, uh, right, just, just right around down the, the road. just down the road from us. So just give us a call, and we can talk about that. And if you want pieces of the research, just let us know. We can get that for you. Very cool. I think awesome. everyone should be Thank thinking you. about this. It's the people. It's, their, it's your top resource. It's people. Exactly. That's Absolutely. how you grow the business. Okay, Ramon, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for the opportunity. Nice to have you. Thank you for having me. Just love being here with SDLC partners. I love learning how, like, the secret to them growing. Yeah, I love it. I Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing stuff. Very, very cool. They've been very intentional. Absolutely. We have a lot more Tech Vibe Radio coming for you tonight with SDLC partners. Audrey, how excited do I get when we take up? Way too excited. Way too excited. Bring it to the 32nd floor of. PPG1 here, hanging out with SDLC Partners all Friday night. I think it's just transformative stuff. Go to sdlcpartners.com. After that, go to pghtech.org. That's the home of the Pittsburgh Technology Council, helping tech companies since 1983, 35 years. To learn more about us, pghtech.org. Follow us on Twitter, at pghtech. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Welcome back. So glad you're spending your evening with us here at SDLC Partners. High in the sky, Audrey. In downtown really Pittsburgh, PPG1. we got Highmark in the sky right we here. Do, we look across, and that's exactly it. And lo and behold, who's with us right now? I'm Matthew Ray from Highmark Health Solutions. Hi, Matthew Hanging Ray, president at Highmark Health Solutions. You just came right across the street to say hello to us. I did. We're glad you stopped in. So it's so, so give us a quick pitch on what yeah. HM Health Solutions. What HM Health Solutions does? Yeah. Yeah. 
so uh, I think we're best known for providing the healthcare industry's largest and most successful cloud platform to run health insurance companies on. So we run every application you would need to run an insurance company mm-hmm. in the cloud for about 10 million members uh, nationally. That's some serious numbers right there. Yeah, that's really grown, yeah. right? Hasn't that? Yeah. Mm, I think it doubles about growth, every right? three or four years. Does is that it? what it does? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Wow. And so how did that come about? How did the, what was the, the thought behind this and the opportunity? Yeah, the Highmark Enterprise had invested, you know, a little over $2 billion in building technology. Right. And because it's a Blue Cross Blue Shield plan, they're somewhat geographically limited to the mm-hmm. states where they have the brands. So gotcha. right. in Highmark's case, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Delaware. Mm-hmm. And as they looked at strategically what uh, they had developed and invented and owned the IP for and how mm-hmm. they could grow, this is just another way to help us grow nationally without you know being able to operate in the other markets. Okay, great. And so you're essentially taking a load off of a lot of these other, you know, insurers, right? We I do. Mean, you, you know, this is, I mean, a portion of their business in terms of transactions and technology is, it's hard to keep up with. It is. So, we process over a million claims a day. Right. So, yeah. it's, you know, so how you're doing that is sort of magical. A lot of hard work oh, and a lot, a lot of, of smart people. To set that down. Right. It's a smart lot of smart folks. people. Very little magic. Right. And <laughs> so your presence is now all across North America? Like there's no state? Yeah, we have primary clients in certain states, but the opportunity. Uh, Highmark Enterprise operates nationally and internationally. Okay. And internationally. Yeah. And That's so awesome. SDLC Partners yeah. has been obviously with you guys for a long part of your journey. Tell us about your relationship with SDLC and how they kind of plug into what you guys do at HM uh, Health yeah. Solutions. Other than being right across the street, yes, you know they've been a great partner to us on the technology side, on the program and project management side, right, and also within the health plan on the operations side. And so they have quite a number of offerings and services that the entire enterprise takes advantage of. Very cool. What makes SDLC different? I think at the end of the day. You know, they're a great brand like many other great brands, but it all comes down to the people that you get and right. who they put on the ground. And I would say we feel like we consistently get great people mm-hmm. with great um, industry acumen and also great technology skills. Um, and we obviously evaluate that every time we get somebody on the ground and mm-hmm. they keep sending great people and we keep taking on more of them. So, and and yeah. so what are some of, what are, when people think about HM Health Solutions, you know, you are sort of tinkering on the forefront of a lot of innovation, I would imagine. And so how do you keep that intact inside just as the world is moving so fast? How do we move our innovation agenda forward? Right. Uh, a couple of different ways. I think from a macro perspective, about 50 cents on every dollar we spend is development or R&D. Is it? Yep. Uh, and so that's a, a fairly significant commitment that's couple, very significant. several hundred million dollars um, a year that does include bringing new clients onto the platform um, you know we're fortunate to be in the region we're in which has a ton of tech talent that gets graduated unfortunately a, a very low unemployment rate so it's 
tough to get them. Right out of school, school right away. Right. Um, great ecosystem, as you guys know, of startups. Right. Um, truly um, a vibrant place for technology. Mm-hmm. And then we have a great ecosystem of partners, including SDLC, that help us, especially with you know new and emerging technologies, etc. So what are what are some technologies that you're excited about? Like, is there anything like that our listeners would be interested in knowing that you're just thinking about or you're imagining or... Yeah, we have several. Um, one of the biggest things our clients are deploying right now is robotic process automation. Right. Uh, the insurance industry, that. you know, which we serve, has historically had, you know, hundreds if not thousands of people in operating centers, call centers, etc. Right. It's now, very repetitive stuff. Yeah, we're able to help them set up the bots to automate things, some things as small as, you know, logging in, which saves two or three minutes times right. 6,000 people five times a day, right. can have a pretty big value that proposition. really starts adding up when you, yeah, you start multiplying like that. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Still lots of faxes and emails and things well, that I have to be... people still hold on to that? ...converted into transactions. And so there's almost an unlimited, you know, way to apply... Technology on that. You can front. keep finding new ways to apply technology to, to make things faster, easier, less annoying. Dare I say? All the time. <laughs> uh, big investments in data and analytics. You know, mm-hmm. our industry is um, very data intensive, right. and increasingly, I think you know, we own a number of hospital systems. We're able to blend uh, right. clinical information with uh, administrative information to help support the. People trying to make better business decisions, the underwriters, the care managers, etc. And so lots of uh, time, dollars, and innovation going into integrating across the ecosystem. So Those are, are just two examples. These are just crazy tough problems. And so obviously SDLC is one of your top partners that helps you do this stuff. And maybe we could just talk a little bit more about like you know how they're kind of like this, this extension of your team and, and, and how they're able to really you can spin them up as you need them to come in and, and think about these new things that need to be solved. Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're like that like fifth beetle of <laughs> what you guys do. To a the fifth degree. beetle. Yes. Yeah, they've been a good partner. I think a couple things that they've done you know for us. I'm right. sure they've probably done it for others, but they have a training program that just covers our environment our applications, et cetera, so we tend to get people who... So they know, have pretty robust integrated onboarding. Correct. Right. So when we get people, you're not starting them from ground zero. Exactly. Uh, number two, since we've been working with them over time, you know, we tend to be able to pull upon some of the same people year after year, program after program. Oh. I mean, there's downtime that, you know, they go back to the... So they actually, they actually right. develop a, a repertoire with you guys. Correct. Or a, a rapport with you guys. A repertoire and a rapport, and Exactly, I both, because they're bringing different solutions. Uh, I know things I don't even know sometimes. Right. Oh, freaking sometimes you. you're scary. I'm very <laughs> scared. Sometimes you're scary. <laughs> so how do you keep yourself leading this organi- this company um, apprised of all the, the, you know, all the moving parts Right? I mean, it's not just the cloud, it's not just mobility, but there's changes that are happening in terms of integration of care that you have to be alert to the healthcare trends as well as the technology trends. Yeah, the good news of being part of a $20 billion enterprise is we have every pundit and consultant in the world who's willing to come spend time right. you know, with us. So I, I probably do three things. One, um, we actually take every Tuesday as Leadership Tuesday and all the senior leaders at the Highmark Health Enterprise spend the entire day together and we go through an agenda of things. Um, two, uh, I am and 
our team's pretty plugged into a lot of the industry boards, forums, etc. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then three, as I mentioned, we've got every consultant in the world who's kind of got a point of view. <laughs> so we've got yeah, information sort of coming at us call through every draft. And, and you so know, you frankly, they're very helpful. Team every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Well, that's, that is some serious that's commitment. communication I mean, that's, and commitment. That's making it a priority number one. Yeah, well, you know we're driving a lot of Absolutely. change in the industry. We just announced we're building five more hospitals. Right, yes. right. Just little things like right. that. Yeah, keep you on know, your toes. And you've got to <laughs> keep everybody rowing in the same direction right. when that happens. So. Absolutely. So what do you do for fun? I uh, do a number of things. fairly active uh, sailor. That doesn't occur in Pittsburgh. But I'll be heading out to the West Coast in a week for the Nationals of the Worlds of the oh, so Melvis 24 cool. sailing. All right. That's fun. And then in the and winter, you'll be sailing on what? Describe a, a, a boat called the Melvis 24. It's an all carbon fiber uh, sailboat. It's one design racing. Wow, that's um, fun. Yeah, that's just across thrill. from uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, a little cold. That, that sound over there? Yeah, exactly. That's Very, nice. That's interesting. Well, what about you, sir? You're talking about the winter time. In the winter, uh, we ski. The family skis. My kids snowboard. I don't snowboard. Um, so that keeps us busy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's got a couple minutes left reminding our listeners we are talking to Matt Ray, president of HM Health Solutions. So the future moving forward, I know SDLC is going to be a big part of that. How do you, con- how do you see yourself continuing to innovate and hang out with SDLC? I yeah. think one thing you need to do is put a zip line between your two buildings. You can yeah, just zip, zip, that would zip be right back and forth. Make a little landing pad yeah. out here. You, and, you have to get well yeah. fixed since these guys are like, what, 32 feet up in the air. Exactly. That's great. I would um, pay to see that. I think two or three things. Okay. Um, one, when we add customers to the platform, it takes about seven or 900 people to do that over an 18-month period. And so we really need good partners that can help us scale up and scale down definitely and the pipeline of clients is very robust so we expect that to Mm -hmm. continue to happen and we'll work with them the second is we're increasingly taking the advanced analytics that we've built for our own customers and productizing those and taking those to market and in certain um, segments we'll actually partner with sdlc and they'll take the products to market because we've got to focus our business development exactly. and sales right. teams on a couple Fantastic. of specific things. Very cool. And then Point Technologies, I mean, and they're one of our robotic process automation, I mentioned right. earlier, partners that are driving a lot of the internal mm-hmm. innovation, incremental innovation, and continuous right. improvement. Great stuff. So those would be three areas. So glad you could hang out with us website? tonight. Yeah. If people want to learn more about their website, yeah. hmhs.com. Just that simple. And also encourage Thank people. Thank you, Matt. Go to sdlcpartners.com as well and check them out. They're hosting us here tonight for Tech 5 Radio, the neighborhood tour here in downtown, the 32nd floor, PPG1. Right across from Highmark over there. I said a zip line, Matt, just right across. Well, you'll be the first. (laughs) Absolutely. You can demo it. I'm I'll try. (laughs) That'd be awful. And we're taking a quick break. We're coming right back with more Tech 5 Radio, I swear. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. And once again, thanks to SDLC Partners for letting us hang out here tonight. So, so cool. I don't know what happens. An hour goes by way too fast. We're hanging out here with SDLC partners, downtown Pittsburgh, 32nd floor, Tech Vibe neighborhood tour. You think keep he's going. excited? He, he's always excited. I always I'm enjoy these times. Is he really? Excited? <laughs> I'm trying to, like, you know, balance him a little bit. It's I not working. Today in particular. Here, have some coffee. That's I'll the take last yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Is it dark, Rose? No, Please no, say no. Yes. Always dark. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we have Paul Taylor with us. Paul, 
SDLC partners, you get to work on the fun stuff here. Yeah, I try to. I mean, really the stuff that matters for our customers, that's what I'm focused on. And, uh, you know, I've been with SDLC partners for two years right now. Um, I started in April 2016 and uh, still learning. It's, uh, it's a fun journey. Yeah. yeah. That's great. So what's your background? Uh, my background is in, I guess, master of everything, jack of all trades, master of nothing. Depends on who you talk to, really. But um, <laughs> okay, my, my background's mean? in transformation, specifically tied to uh, lean process engineering, quality, all of those things. Okay, and, great. Uh, you know, I've spent probably the last 15 years of my time uh, in product uh, development, product engineering, specifically tied to product management. So ideation through to you know actual realization of what what the customer needs. So and what and what. Attracted you to work for SDLC? Oh, that's an awesome question. I mean, you can look at so, you want. So, oh, so really good question. Besides so, your corner office here on the thirty-second floor. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm a little spoiled. But the the, the main reason I came here is um, for a long time um, I, I'd been running global operations for a, a previous organization I worked at, and uh, I'd spent a lot of money um, on you know managed services and you know outcome-based work from other consulting firms. Right. Um, the business was also based here in Pittsburgh. Um, and, and I was a little unsatisfied with a lot of the outcomes. You know, it always takes a big dent in your bottom line, uh, but it feels like a continuous drain rather than something that's focused on what your customers need, what your business needs, and what your, your employees need at the end of the day. And uh, I appreciate that kind of balanced view of, of, of the outcome. Right. And when I met Chris and Scott, they talked a lot of good things about uh, kind of where the business was evolving um, to from a consultative perspective, really services-driven, outcomes-driven, and uh, innovative technologies um, that really matter in the, the current kind of CIO climate. So. But you have this southwestern Pennsylvania accent. Oh, you can yeah, tell, yeah. Can tell. I'm native. really from Cleveland. I just do this. That's awesome. Is. You know, when you, when you yes. meet someone new, you've got to impress. And when you look like this, you need an accent. So that's how I roll. I know. You know. So the accent is from... Come on, then. Well, I know it's British, right? Close, yeah, yeah. What, what I know, but I'm trying to look... So we're very similar to the Irish, except... They learned how to swim first. That's how they got their own island. Um, we are still stuck with the English. Is that a good clue? And you make great whiskey, right? Correct. Yes, I had a okay. few. Okay. What brought you to Pittsburgh from Scotland? Bad decisions, mostly. Yeah. No, um, on, a, on, a, on, a serious, on a serious note, um, I, I was working for another organization uh, back in 2003 was when I started. Um, I moved out here 2007 because, you know, you do the British work day and you work for an American firm, you never really get any sleep. You're working another three hours on oh, top right, of that, right, four right. hours on top of that. Of and then you suddenly go, what's that quality of life thing that I don't have? And, you know, I, I was lucky enough to have a fantastic mentor at that time who sponsored kind of my, my visa, my green card and all of that journey. And uh, I've always lived as an expat, so it was a cool opportunity for me to, to go learn more and uh, been here since 2007. We're, we're glad you're in Pittsburgh. Yeah, I appreciate it. I love this city. Do yeah. you love it here? I, I love being part of the, the whole PTC things that you guys do. Um, I'm a huge fan of kind of the, the technology and healthcare ecosystem that's yeah. exploding here. I yeah, mean, it's, right. it's it awesome. And even before I worked for SDLC, you know, I always made sure that my talent came from this area because there's the best schools here, there's the best capabilities, right. there's meaningful it. capabilities oh, and not just this is what that. I learned in the yeah. 90s and this right. is what I'm going exactly. to do which is you know a lot of the reasons why I'm in a job today because well, so how do you balance all of this in terms of not just your personal life 
I'm not saying I don't care about your personal life, but I want to understand more about how do you balance sort of this growing changes in terms of roadmaps and, and strategy around awesome. you know what you develop and what you build. And awesome question. Um, two simple words: customer first, and that's that's the approach I've right. always taken. Um, mm-hmm. I believe in understanding what the customer's challenges are. Right understanding kind of where they're going and mapping my pathway towards enabling them to get there. And uh, Sometimes that's, that's of, hard. That's yeah. really difficult. Oh, because, it's, it's you know, super you, tough. You get to see a lot of different things, mm-hmm. yeah, right, in terms of solutions, in terms of strategies. Definitely. And sometimes it, it's uh, enticing to try to figure out ways to implement that. Absolutely. It is. And, you know, we take a bimodal approach to business for most of our customers. Like, a lot of our customers are in the healthcare space, so they're, they're struggling with, you know, large large technology debt, lots right. of legacy systems. So yeah. they have to keep the lights on as so well as innovating. They do a lot of transactions. Parallel. People yes. think it's just banking. Oh, yeah. But, transactions you know, are huge. Transactions are huge. Yep. And that's a big part of uh, kind of where we've been making our investments recently. Um, and, and we talked about this last time we met. Right. Um, exactly. We stood up the whole RPA, RDA journey. And, uh, you know, we're, we're really focused on um, that automation first approach to products that enables kind of the backlog to be as light as possible so that the customers are always getting the experiences that they need when they ask for something mm-hmm. it doesn't sit in a queue for three years and somebody forgets about it yeah. it actually evolves right. into an innovative plan that eventually becomes something that goes to production for sure and, you know that whole automate first um, specifically on the on the product life cycle is a big part of what we do and that's why we took the the RPA journey right because we have strong core competencies in process engineering strong core competencies in traditional automation so the stuff you would see typically across, you know, a testing team to automate how you do functional testing. Um, and with those core skills, we're able to evolve into kind of a, an RPA service that provides the as-is-to-be process and the future state of mm-hmm. those transactions being done in a, in a more assisted way. And, I, and I, I don't like the term bot. You know, I try to avoid that because... It sounds so dehumanizing. It is. <laughs> and, it's, and it's super challenging for people right. to get their head around exactly. bots in the workplace. So mm-hmm. I like to think of it as you have a digital assistant. Because right. everyone wants See, an assistant, That's a better right? term, Paul. That's yeah, so, so that's the big difference between what we call RPA and RDA. RPA is typically unattended automation, so that's right. the bots running around in the cloud. Like autonomous. So digital assistant. Mm-hmm. Assistants, exactly. yeah. And then RDA is something running on your desktop that you can orchestrate as the kind of person that supervises what that resource does gotcha. for you. And, uh, you know, we're seeing nothing but opportunity in that space right now. Everyone has these high-value transactional tasks like claims, benefits management, even the financial back office stuff. And there's just too many complexities for a human operator to be able to right. do that properly. Exactly right. One example, one of my customers right now, um, 16 individual logins, different login IDs, different passwords, completely non-intuitive login IDs and passwords. 16. And they're supposed to remember all 16 of those to even do their tasks daily. Really? I need and a that, digital assistant for that. To ensure the the breaches are yeah, I mean it's security driven, right? There's there's right. no right. single sign on, there's right. no integration, and as a result, the human experience is horrible, and I imagine the business outcomes suck as a result. So, right. You know what suck. we're working That's on. That's a business term. Yeah, it's suck. a new one. I you know That's I like to, yes. I like to shake things up. You know, um, at the end of the day. Um, 
uh, I'm the guy that wears the golf shirt to the business meetings, you know, um, because cool. the problems it's always nice land on my shirt. shoulders. Thanks. It looks like a nice golf shirt, right? Thanks. You know, the thing I'm really sick of hearing is uh, that's a good problem to have because usually it's my problem or it's one of my peers' exactly. problems. But our goal really is to listen to the customers, to find the right technologies that enable them, and to take kind of a process-first approach to making that happen the Definitely. right way. So Definitely. that's what we did. Yeah, we're, we're talking to Paul Taylor here from SDLC Partners. We've got a few minutes left. And Paul, what do you do for fun? Yeah, what, do do for fun? what do I do for fun? Well, well, I got married. Um, I don't know if I call that fun, but it, it worked quite well in the end. <laughs> of course, end. it's fun. Um, so I just Ooh. I just celebrated my fifth anniversary. So, Fantastic. so yeah, why isn't for that some fun? reason she's keeping me around. So that's a good thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I spend time with my family. Um, I'm an avid golfer, um, and I'm actually about so to go on vacation. Do you think you're really good? Yeah. You oh think God, you're a no. good golfer? I'm Scottish. I'm the I'm the <laughs> actual antithesis of a Scottish golfer. I'm someone that's been playing their whole whole life and still sucks. Um, oh whereas you know, I have friends that have been playing since I was three that are you know scratch handicaps. That's so, hilarious. But, yeah, I mean, mainly family and in uh, sporting. And on Friday, I get to finally go on vacation, so there I'll maybe get some diving. And that's another there you Are you diving? Yeah, yeah, I'm a master scuba certified diver, so that's what I try to do when I can get out of the workplace. Did you ever wow. go scuba diving in the Monongahela River? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd go in there with uh, with armor on, let alone. <laughs> I heard you know, the visibility great. Oh, so. it's gotten cleaner. It's gotten so much better. <laughs> it's gotten cleaner. Yeah. So, real quick, any, any fast uh, tech trends that you're paying attention to right now that we should yes. be thinking about? Great question. Um, artificial intelligence and machine learning are oh, huge. Gosh. Yep. So, big part of. Um, uh, big platform and you know driving meaningful insights is having the capability to create those solutions and like everything else there's a huge uh, competition for for talent as, as I'm sure oh, yeah. you're aware with Audrey mm -hmm. um, there's also kind of this ivory tower approach that isn't working right so a lot of organizations are like data science let's dive in and they've never done it before so they've got these guys off working in a lab somewhere right. coming mm -hmm. back with this crazy science that no one knows how <laughs> we have done. a report I <laughs> prefer the integration approach, the adopt and Makes go sense. approach. So what we're doing here is in our application development practice, we're grooming ML and AI competencies and we're connecting that to a lot of the RPA based solutions that wow. we do so that we're finding more meaningful cognitive ways to do the, the iterations of the process because I'm sure you can appreciate when I stand up automation and someone goes changes a feature in a product, that automation can be completely can be redundant. Broken, right? yeah. So it becomes a new data type that a product uh -huh. owner needs to be aware of. Um, and it really becomes something that we've got to have independent capabilities of so that we can stay relevant for the future. So, um, you know, I really love what Google's doing. Um, one of the reasons we love UiPath from the RPA space is Google just pumped a ton of money into um, UiPath's platform. Um, they take a, a very much a, an integrate first approach with ML and AI. Um, and as a result of that, there's a lot of things on the shelf that have solved the problems that you need to solve already. Exactly. So just use them. Use them first. Don't try to create it from right. scratch. Paul, Over time, you'll build those skills. You mm -hmm. confirm my suspicions. You could have the most fun here at SBLC Partners. Yeah, you, you might win the award. You might win the award. And we can't thank you enough for allowing us to hang out here on the 32nd floor, enjoying the view, but enjoying all the great stuff happening here at SBLC Partners. Thanks. I appreciate it. it. So glad to be here, Audrey. Simple it's as that. Go to sdlcpartners.com, learn all about them and what they do and why Paul has so much fun here. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as you, that. Anyhow, we're checking out. Learn more about us at pghtech.org. 35 years, Audrey. Can you believe it? 
I know. I can't believe you've been there that long. I know. Thirty-five years. <laughs> That's awesome. Just twenty to thirty-five. That's it. You've been there for more than half of it. Anyhow, everyone have an awesome weekend and learn more about the Tech Council by going to pghtech.org. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.